Profiles in Teaching with Technology is a podcast series created by Music First, a company dedicated to providing world-class cloud-based tools, content, and classroom management platforms to music teachers around the world. Each episode features a K-12 music educator who uses technology to enhance their teaching in innovative ways. We'll discuss the what, why, and how of their technology integration and hopefully share some teaching strategies that you can use in your own classroom. For more information about Music First, please visit www.musicfirst.com. There you'll be able to find out about all of our platforms, as well as sign up for a free 30-day trial. Alfonso Giles is the Director of Instrumental Music at Dr. Henry A. Wise Jr. High School in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Prior, Giles was a director of bands at the Frederick Douglass High School, also in Upper Marlboro, Maryland, for 16 years. Former Minister of Music at the Temple of Praise Ministries in Washington, D.C., Giles supervised a staff of eight with full responsibility for all music operations. Alfonso holds several degrees, including an EDS in Educational Leadership, an MS in Organizational Leadership, a Bachelor of Music in Music Education from the Berklee College of Music, an associate degree in jazz studies from the Wisconsin Conservatory of Music. A retired first lieutenant in the United States Army Reserves, he is a percussion player skilled in both drums and piano. In addition to his many musical activities, Giles serves as the Japan Student Exchange Coordinator for the past seven years, and he has accompanied students to Japan as part of this high school exchange program. It is my distinct pleasure to welcome Alfonso to our podcast. So, uh, Alfonso, absolutely lovely to talk with you. I think um, that it's been quite a while since I saw you in person. Um, I taught a time class many years ago. I think you said something like 14 years ago. Um, And I remember being completely impressed with both the facility that you were teaching in as well as you and your kind of passion uh, for for music education and, and what you're doing there. So it's a real treat for me to have you on this show all these years later. And uh, first of all, thank you for uh, for chatting with us. I appreciate it. I, I thank you for this opportunity. All right. So um, why don't you tell me, because it's been a long time, why don't you tell me how you got into music, music education in the first place, and then kind of your career trajectory from university to uh, where you are now at Dr. Henry Wise uh, Junior High School? Okay, it, it all started for me back in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, it started with elementary school about 1976. I started playing the, the drum. We had this uh, bicentennial thing in elementary school in 1976, and I played the snare drum. And then from there, I was always involved in music growing up. My grandmother had a piano at her house. So in sixth grade, I started playing snare drum. My parents enrolled me into music lessons, snare drum lessons, and also piano lessons. I attended the Wisconsin Conservatory uh, prior when I was in middle school and high school. Then after graduating high school, I attended Wisconsin Conservatory in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and graduated with a degree in jazz studies in 1984. And then from Wisconsin Conservatory, I went to Berkeley College of Music oh, and cool. pursued and, and pursued and graduated with a, my degree in music education. Graduated in December of 1988. And then from there, I started, I moved to Washington, D.C. 
And uh, I attended um, a year of graduate school at Howard University, and I got hired in Prince George's County, Prince George's County Public School Systems in Prince George's County, Maryland. I was teaching high school music part-time, a general music teacher, teaching guitar and piano class. And then from there, I went from a vocational school there and started teaching at a regular high school, which was Frederick Douglass High School, started teaching there in 1990, stayed there for 16 years. I was the music teacher teaching both band and general music. I had band, orchestra, guitar class, piano class, you name it, I taught it. I stayed there for 16 years. Then after 16 years, I moved to my current school, which is Dr. Henry A. Wise High School in Prince George's County, Maryland, one of the premier high schools that you mentioned earlier. We've been open for 14 years, so I had the privilege of being the one music teacher to open up the school, myself and three other colleagues. So when we first opened, I was the instrumental person, teaching all instrumental, marching band, jazz band, pep band, anything with a band behind it, <laughs> I was teaching it. And then we had an orchestra teacher, and also we had a choral person. And then uh, a few years after that, we lost our orchestra person. They just uh, transferred him, so the orchestra stopped uh, after our third year. And then after that, uh, I picked up the orchestra. And then from there, our school system wanted to offer some non-performance type classes, so they start offering this um, this this music history class. Didn't work out really too well because they didn't really put the the end behind it. And while I was here at Wise, I started doing these talent shows, and I noticed these students started showing up with these wonderful CDs. I said, students, how did you do this? Students were using all these kind of video technology, all these music production kind of programs. So that was my, my introduction into technology. And a few years after that, I uh, lobbied my principal to let me start a recording technology class. And I started it, and we started off using GarageBand, and it worked out pretty well, but I found out that GarageBand can sort of be expensive because in order to use GarageBand, you need a Mac. And no one tells you that. And with the Mac, you need other types of software packages. So I, I did GarageBand for a little bit. Then I met this gentleman, Robin. I think it's Robin Hudson. He works for yeah. Music First. Yeah, he right. introduced his program. I met him at a conference, I think, of a Music Maryland Educators Conference, and he had this thing called Music First. And I was intrigued about it because, first of all, it didn't involve buying any buying any hardware. Everything was packaged with, with Music First, and I met him with Music First, and I started using Soundation. We started a class at my school called Music Production Class, Music Recording Techniques. And I started, went from GarageBand, started using Soundation from Chrome, I think maybe about six or seven years ago. Then I sort of mastered that program, Soundation. And then Robin Hudson said, hey, man, we have the latest thing out called Soundtrap. And I think it was about two years ago, he introduced Soundtrap to me. And uh, I'm, I'm a lover of Soundtrap. And uh, in addition to that, he introduced the uh, Music First platform, which is a life-changing, altering event. So I encourage all of my colleagues, if you want to get into technology, I encourage you to purchase this Music First platform because everything is there. So in addition to using the Music First here at my school, I work with the outside organization. It's an all-star jazz band. It's a 501c program called Fame. In addition to music production, we do music theory. So with the uh, Music First platform, I use the musician uh, program as well, the theory program. And it is absolutely fantastic. It's really changed my life. 
So the past 30 years I've been teaching, I've been this instrumental guy, you know, doing band and orchestra. And I, I thought that was it for my life. I was just going to go ahead and do that, which I really enjoy. Enjoy with the passion. I was going to do that. But once I got introduced into this technology, I added this technology piece onto my teaching basket, where now I'm, I'm in love with the Music First platform. I'm getting ready to obtain the practice first that you guys offer oh, wow. so I can use that with, with my students here at WISE because we're getting ready to use it with the other program called FAME. So in, in between all of that, I managed to get some advanced degrees in addition to my music degrees from Wisconsin Conservatory and from Berkeley College of Music. I have a, a Master's of Science in Organizational Leadership from Nyack College, which I earned in 2009. And then I went for a doctoral certificate from Argentina University, where I have my educational specialist certificate in ed educational leadership. And I discovered that all of that really helped me in music because it really broadened my horizons to let me know in addition to music, there's a lot of other things that's connected uh, with that. So like I said, I'm just coming in love. I'm, I'm in love with the music first thing because it is absolutely wonderful. And the thing I like about it is very affordable. Other programs and so other programs and software packages, you have to purchase microphones, all kind of USB boxes, all kind of chips and software and additional hardware. With this, Music First is a one package program, which is absolutely lovable. And I like about it because it's affordable, it's easy to learn, it's easy to navigate, and um, it's, it's, it's customizable, which means like, if it, which means if I don't like, if I'm not using a type of program, I can just call Robin and say, hey, Robin, I don't want to use that. When I renew, take that out and add this package to that. I love it because it's easy access for my students. I don't have to purchase 30 uh, Macintosh computers. I can just tell someone, hey, let me use this Chromebook lab in our school and I have to purchase all this software. It works on Chromebook, it works on the iPad, it works on the phone and it's internet accessible. We don't have to have this large server at my school or I don't have to continue to buy zip drives for the students to load up programs and things like that. Everything is just great. We just log on, we, we go ahead and do it and it's, and it's easy access for the students. And it's easy for me, you know, I'm a little older, I'm 55 years old and I'm still learning technology. The thing I like about Music First, it's easy for me, I can log on and and the package is there, and I learned so much from my students, you know, from them, because the students, they're the button pushers, but I can get them with all the technology with the music talk. For example, in Soundtrap, the first program I do with my students, I tell them, create a commercial. I'll come up with some product and say, create a commercial. And they say, well, what do you want a commercial? I say, okay, I need an introduction. I need a four-measure introduction in this key. They say, what key are you talking about? What is a measure? So I can talk the music talk, and they can do all the buttons and things like that and sound trap and show me what they're doing and then we find a happy medium. Wow. Well, first of all, let me say thank you. That is, uh, that's awesome. All, all your kind words, very much appreciated. And, uh, and wow, I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, thrilled that, that you like the platform so much and that you see the value of it. So first of all, let me just say thank you for that. Uh, I, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. So um, I remember, Alfonso, when I was with you, um, that that high school is one of the most beautiful schools I've ever been in. Um, it was gorgeous. It had this huge, like, uh, kind of, uh, almost like a, like, it almost felt like a shopping mall in the middle uh, with all the, you know, that environment. And I'm sure it looks just as beautiful today. Is that right? 
Correct. Yes, it does. We've been open for 14 years. And uh, one, one of the things that was really the highlight when you came to our school 14 years ago, you happened to come in our piano slash um, recording technology lab. Yep. I think our county invested $88,000 in that lab. And unfortunately, like we don't use it for what it is. But what if Music First was around 14 years ago, I would have told them to save the $88,000 and just give me a, a larger lab. Yeah. You know, give me a larger lab with uh, my own set of Chromebooks so I don't have to borrow things all the time. Just purchase me 60 Chromebooks. That's all I would need. Right. 60 Chromebooks because the Music First platform has it built in. I like about the Soundtrap thing because with the Chromebooks that we use, you guys have a program in Soundtrap that will enhance the microphone on the computer microphone and make it sound amazing. So, like, we could have saved eighty-eight thousand dollars fourteen years ago to just to just give me everything I need in the Music First platform. And one of the things I like about that Music First platform is this: like, it really affords my students like the opportunity, affords them opportunity, exposure, and also to get a chance to 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 use a a good program that that's a good that's a good baseline for other programs for students who want to kick off into Pro Tools or any other advanced features. They can learn this program because I just discovered one of my students bound something from Soundtrap he created into like Pro Tools. I had no idea you could do that. Yep. So that's one of the amazing things about, about this program. Students who want to really, really advance into technology, they can take Everything that they're learning into Soundtrap and bounce it over into other platforms that they use, which is absolutely amazing and incredible. And it really forces students the time to like to really compose. Because in my class, I have some students who are just musical geniuses. I have one student, she wind up to become famous. She put this song on, um, what is this thing called, Spotify, and had over like a million a million views from this thing on Spotify. And the guy called me and said, you know, the student, she got her start in my class. She was in my guitar class, which transfers over into the music production. She was using other programs, but once she got into this, uh, back then it was Soundation. Soundation for Chrome. Once she got into Soundation for Chrome, she really excelled and discovered that everything she was doing on her other platforms, she could just bounce it over. Bounce it over and and, and have access to countless of you know uh, co- uh what do you have compression all kind of effects in this program which was really free for her because one of the thing i like about my county my county has invested in the music first platform so like all the music teachers who want to use music first we have the investment plus we get training from robin once a year he come in and give us training and anything i need i can call my supervisor hey take this out at this platform and it's really great so it, it has really changed for me, it, it has really changed the way I teach because when I first started off, I wasn't this technology kind of person. You know, I was a jazz right, guy, which I right, still right. am. But, but this technology thing has, has opened up my ears, opened up my eyes, and it's sort of like really like life-changing because it's sort of helped me like redefine myself. You know, redefine myself and open a whole other realm wow. that I can dive into and still stay into the band world because one of the things that I'm going to do with this um, practice first I'm getting ready to acquire is that I'm going to use it in my band. You know, I don't right. have to send home practice sheets anymore. I can have them log into practice first and I can monitor what they're practicing. I can hear what they're doing and the students get a report. You know, if the note is not lined up right, yeah. it's going to give them a report and say, hey, you know, you had 90, 96%, uh, 96% of your notes were accurate, but the 4% was off. So yeah. rather than me tell them, they can look at practice first and say, hey, my tone was off. My rhythm was off and and practice first will give them that. So when they show up for my band class, I don't have to stop and say, okay, man, your note is a little bit out of tune. They can get that 
outside of the class so I can spend more time, you know, doing the music, being the conductor that I am. Hey, right, play right. this off, do that and do that. Um, the, all the nuts and bolts can be handled in the program, but they still need me, my ears, in the big group to say, okay, I need you to shape it this way. So that's one of the things that's exciting about practice oh, first is going to free up my time so I can have time to teach music and not trying to wait for you to figure out what the F sharp. Nice. You can do that at home and, and practice first. Practice first will get all of that straight so I can focus on putting my band and orchestra and jazz band together, focus more on the music and not so much on the technical pieces, which, uh, which puts the responsibility on the student. And I like it because I can monitor. I say, hey, you didn't practice this week. How do you know? Because practice first told me hey, exactly. we have zero <laughs> practice hours. Uh, and another very, thing is really exciting about it. Another thing really exciting. I know I'm talking a lot. One thing is no, really exciting great. about it. it. Keep going. I don't, I don't have. I don't have to look at a practice sheet because being, you know, honestly, like most parents can hear their child practicing, but the parent, if the parent is not a musician, they don't know what the child should be practicing. The child could be in the room just playing random notes, and they'll the parents will sign off on the practice sheet. Well, we practice first. I can I can see what they're practicing. And I can hear what they're practicing and I can monitor with all the tone, the tone, the rhythm, everything. I can monitor all of that. Then I can help my students get focused more on the practice. And I think I read somewhere where I can even load up music yep. on the practice first, which is incredible. So I can take a little piece that they're struggling with and upload it on there and say, rather than say, hey, parent, did your child practice letter A? No, I know they practice letter A. Then I can hear it when they master it. And, and the students sort of get excited because students like to see percentages. They love to see the engagement. They can see their growth and say, wow, I was at 96 uh, today. Next, tomorrow, I want to try to get to 100%, which, which will foster their engagement, get them excited. So once again, when they come in my classroom for my rehearsal, no, my rehearsal should be rising because they're practicing the music at home. I can see it and I can hear it. And the, the result should be our level should rise uh, here in my band. Right. Well, Alfonso, that, I, man, I, I'm I'm loving what I'm hearing, and it, it's really cool. Let me for the for the listeners that are not familiar with Prince George's County, why don't you describe you know where you are in, in proximity? I know, I know that you're kind of east of Washington D.C. Why don't you describe the community that you're in, the students that you have, like where where they're coming from, and paint a picture of uh, of the the Wise High School for us. Okay, Prince George's County, like you said, it's east of Washington D.C. It's about 20 minutes east near Andrews Air and near Andrews Air Force Base. Yep. We have um, we have about 25 high schools. We're a very large system. I think we have probably I think we're the second largest in Maryland. We wow. I'm sure we have over 100,000 students. We have a very large system, 25 high schools. So you can imagine the number of middle schools and elementary schools. Uh, Wise High School opened up about 14 years ago to the tune of $94 million. We wanted the premier high schools in our, in our county, probably in the state of Maryland, because we're so large. Right. We have about 2,200 students. Our gymnasium seats 5,000 people. And uh, uh, we have a state-of-the-art band room and choir room with the 40-foot ceilings and every bell and whistle I could have ever prayed or even asked God uh -huh. to give me. I have it here in this school. Right. The, the facilities are absolutely wonderful here at the school. And we have a mixed level of students. We have some students that parents live in houses, cost well over a million dollars to some, you know, the two or three hundred thousand. So we, we have a good mix. Uh, here at our school, we're probably about 90, about 90% African-American, you know, we have Asians and other uh, mixes in there. So it's, it's just a wonderful 
place to be, Prince George's County. It's been around for a long time. Say so we're the second largest school system, school system in the state of Maryland. We're just large, but I, I really enjoy my school because I have great uh, facilities here. Prior to coming to Wise High School, I was at a school for 16 years where we had the cafeteria, you know, the yeah. cafetorium. Yeah. Doubles as the stage and all of that. So here we have our, as you had a chance to witness 14 years ago, we have a state-of-the-art uh, performance center, separate choir, band rooms, a separate music technology room, a separate guitar room. So we have our own little wing over here. So we have this suite. So I've been really spoiled for, for the past 14 years. Yeah. And I've been teaching for a total of 30 years. So I'm just going to, I'm having too much fun. I don't know when I'm going to retire, but I'm having the time of my life. Yeah, that kind of facility is just dreamland. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. So let me ask you, uh, Alfonso, what would you say are the goals of your music program? Because you're obviously doing a million things. But if you were to think about it and reflect, what is it that you want the kids to get out of your music program? I want the kids in, in my program. First of all, I want my kids to have fun, to have fun while learning. And also, um, I want to provide them a, a platform because I have some students that want to go, go to be music teachers and other types of things. So with this platform, I want to provide them experiences so 25 years from now, they can look back and say, man, I had a great time in the orchestra. I had a great time on this band trip, on this orchestra trip. I had a great time because I created music. I created something on sound, uh, on a soundtrack or something like this. So I want to provide my students the opportunity and provide them the nurturing that they need so they can be successful in the next part of their life. Right. Either they can be successful in college or they can go off and have a career doing something else. You know, even if it's being uh, an HVAC person or something, they can yeah, look back yeah. in high school instead. You know, I, I had a wonderful opportunity in music. It helped me grow as a person. You know, not not only trying to learn every two five one or every major scale known to man. It's more about that. It's about developing as a person. Yeah. So in the class, you know, I try to develop good citizens so they can go out and vote, so they can go out and get a good job, so they can be contributors uh, in society. So that's my goal. You know, that's to, a, to help a, students that, whatever they want to do. That's about as noble a goal as you can have. I really appreciate that. Um, so uh, let's turn. So the, the music program, you said you have a, a marching band that you're in charge of, and then you've got kind of the performing ensembles that you're also in charge of. You've got a jazz ensemble that you're in charge of. And then on top of all that, you have time in your schedule uh, to teach some uh, digital music uh, classes. Is that right? That's correct. Well, what we do here at uh, my school, um, what we've done, our, our recording techniques class, it's only a half of your course. Okay. But what we do, we pair it up with a beginning guitar class. And the reason why we do that, because I think it's important to sort of students so they can develop some sort of music language. Because I've discovered that the students in technology, they just want to push buttons you know, push buttons and may right. not understand everything they're doing, the advanced things that they're doing. So by by pairing up with the, with the guitar class, of course, they're learning the basis of music. They're learning, you know, what a measure is, what a time signature, what a key signature. They're learning to hear music, you know, and things like that. So when we get upstairs, or when we get to the recording technology piece of it, I can say, okay, I want a four measure introduction. And they'll know what a four measures is from guitar class. Because right. we talk about measures. We talk about time signatures. We talk about one, four, five, seven, you know, progressions. We talk about those type of things. So when we get into the um, the recording piece, they'll have a music language. So I can speak m more music language to them. And they'll realize that they actually, they've actually know a lot. So we can merge what they don't know musically to all the button pushing so they can become, you know, 
real composers, so so they'll understand when I say, "Hey, I want a four measure interlude." What's that? Well, well we covered that already. Right. So I can speak, so I can pour into them the more music piece because I I've discovered that, that students that students can out tech me all day in my entire life, yep. but but I can out. But I can out music talk to him. That's so my right. job is to pour in right. So my job is to pour in all that music language so I can merge with the knowledge that they know. So if so if they want to have a career as a music production person or a film score, they'll understand about music, how music should be formed. They'll understand, you know, ABA form. They'll understand all of that. Well, that's uh that's fantastic. I really I love that approach. That's a that's very cool. But you got you got a full plate, so it's uh, it's pretty awesome to hear all that stuff. So um, why don't you? And I, I know you've been music using music first for a while now, and you've you've been really great in telling us all the different programs you've used. And but maybe some specific. Um, you you talked about that commercial jingle. Maybe you can go over a couple of specific projects that you're doing, so that people listening can get some ideas of of how they can use this software with their kids. Okay, well, some some of the things I do in my in my um, recording techno recording technology class, we go over certain type of aspects. Like we go over um, advertising, so we'll do a unit on advertising where we'll talk about you know the demographics, your market. Like for example, if you're trying to market something for someone who's 55 years old like me versus a teenager, what style of music would you choose? Why would you choose that music? And how does that music make the person? want to buy the product and when you're writing out the advertisement because they have to write scripts so we get the writing piece in there because writing is a part of life right. so when they're writing out the script what type of words would you use for someone who's 55 versus someone who's uh 15. what style of music would you use would you use why would you use this style you know to try to reach your demographics so we talk about demographics we talk about your, your target audience and we talk about one of the things i say all the time they have to be like a radio commercial i tell them that radio is theater of the mind there's a oh, talk show that. host that says that so they have to think about that you know it's not television so on the radio they're not seeing something so you have to choose your words carefully so you can paint pictures you know in the minds yep. Yep. of the folks who are listening to it so word so word choice is careful and then you have to think about like, well, how do you say the words? Are you going to use a high voice or a low voice? So we can talk about the pitch of the voice. We can talk about your sales pitch and those type of things. So I do that for the radio type commercial. Then another thing I do where they have to sell a product. So like, for example, one of the things I do, I have these things. I'll come up with a, a Starbucks cup. I have a little thing of popcorn. I have a little thing of bottled water. And they have to um, come up with the product. They have to research the product. So if you're someone who's going to be healthy, you know, it's got to have, you know, not this amount of sugar in it or this many calories. So that the research the product so you can determine, you know, what the, again, the market and uh, what's good about your product. Why should I buy your bottled water? What, what's so good about your water that right. I can't get from anyone else? So they have to be excited about the product, know about the product and learn how to pitch that product. And then um, another thing I do also do, and I'm having trouble with it. So if, if I had a little magic wand. One of the things I would do with the soundtrack is somehow we could load video in there. Because yep. I have some students that want to be uh, film scores. So for film scores, I have to go back to the cumbersome program, GarageBand, because I can't load up video there. Yep. So I'm, I do a thing called a little silent movie unit where we spend about three weeks on silent movies where the kids have to research 
you know, different sounds. So unfortunately, I have to go back to GarageBand. So soon as uh, sound, soon as Soundtrap get that video piece, I would love to use it on there. So I do the thing with silent movies where the kids have to produce all of the sounds. They have to find the sound somewhere in, in some program or either make up the sound. So I do a silent movie thing on there, and then I do one where they have to um, they have to collaborate with one of their partners. They have to make up a song, and I give them the guidelines of the song. I give them a style, okay, we're going to do a country song this week, a hip-hop song, or uh, an inspirational song, and they have to collaborate with someone in the class. And one of the features I love about Soundtrap is that collaboration button. Soundtrap has a collaboration button where they can collaborate with people in their classroom or in the Soundtrap community mm. where, where I can get one person to say, okay, I'm going to do the guitar part. Can you write a bass line for me? They push the collab button. Someone writes the bass line part for me, and then they can all work together in, in the confines of their seat, which is amazing. So they can collab in the room without getting up and walk, walking around the room. Yep. So they do a collab where they where they do that. And one of the things I did last year, we actually did a um, we actually did an album. We did an album in there. Like every student had to um, compose something to go on our album, and we played it at the end of the year. You know, but I didn't right. put it all on the CD. I should have burned it to a CD. But now I realize I can use SoundCloud. Yep. Something, I'm still learning technology. I can use SoundCloud, and we can have this digital uh, digital album of the class. You know, so the students can have something where they can share, you know, with their friends and with their family. So those are the types of things I do, you know, with technology. And I, I get ideals from the students because I realize that the ideals have to be student-centered, but yet it's being monitored by me because I'm always making sure that I have a writing piece in there because writing is so important. I always make sure that I have a speaking piece so we can work on public speaking. You know, if you're trying to sell me something, you can't be boring. You have to get me engaged. You have to get me excited about buying that product or, you know, or purchasing a ticket to a concert. We do a concert where they have to see, look up in the uh, town, see who's coming to town, and they have to make a commercial for the artist who's coming to town and make it exciting. How much does the ticket cost? Where can I get it? Do you have a special for the first 100 people? So those are the type of things I do with technology in my I class. I absolutely love what you're saying. And it's such a great um, illustration, Alfonso, of, of, of you're teaching so much more than music and that, you know, music is a part of our lives. Music's all around us. And, and, and often that music is kind of in the background and, and subconscious, but showing those kids or, or talking to them about what kind of music would be appropriate for this age demographic. And people don't think about that, but I, I, I hope the kids that you're teaching realize just how awesome you are and the opportunity that you're giving them because, uh, you know, the, what you said about film scoring kids, I'm sure your students love it. They love the, uh, the, the, the whole in, experience of matching sound to video. Um, you, you are probably the 20th person uh, that I've interviewed that have said, please add video to Soundtrap. So again, once again, Soundtrap, if you're listening, uh, we, we've had another request for it. Um, but I love the, the, this, this idea of them working on their public speaking, working on their marketing skills, studying uh, products that you bring in. Man, I'm, I'm extremely impressed and your students are so lucky to have you. That's, uh, I appreciate that. Uh, yes, sir. Fantastic. So um, I'd, I'd like to move on now, Alfonso, to the advice part, because, you know, you've said a couple times that I, I love what you said, that I, I, the kids can run circles around you with the technology, but you've got the music vocabulary. You've also said that you've been teaching for, you know, 30 years and that 
you know, what, what advice would you give to music teachers who aren't so, you know, keen to get uh, technology or maybe are afraid of it or, 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 you know, those people out there that are listening are going, well, I'm not so sure I want to do this or if I can do this in my class. And what advice would you give to them? I will beg with every fiber of my body, like, don't be afraid. Because, you know, prior to that, like I said, kids will come in through these talent shows and make all this music on CD, and they would use all these terminologies. I didn't quite understand it. But but once I had a chance to dive into a program like Practice First that makes it real easy, it's easy to use Practice First. You can do it on your phone. You can do it on a laptop. You can do it on a Chromebook. It's easy to navigate. It's very easy. So I would right. encourage someone, like I said, I'm 55 years old, been doing it for 30 years. It's like been a kid in a candy store. Right. I would advise you to dive into it. Once you get into it, you realize it's, it's not that intimidating at all. And you will realize that everything you know, like from the, I'm the, uh, a child of the cassette tape, the eight track, the reel to reel, it's the same yep. thing. You push record, push the red button that says record and get a countdown and start speaking or playing into the, uh, or playing into an instrument. And okay. it's there for you. It's so easy. I mean, if, if you can operate a cassette tape, a eight track, a reel to reel, a 33, a LP <laughs> or a 45 or, or a 76, you know, if you did any of those things there, dive into technology and you will find out how much you really know. And, yeah, and it really opens up a, and it opens up another world of students, you know, because not every student is going to take band, orchestra or choir. I have students who are just amazing at technology and I never would have met them in my building until I, until my principal said, okay, you can do this technology piece. So I'm meeting a whole different form of music student who want to, who would like to have a career in music. You know, technology is a viable thing. One of the things I'm getting excited about, and every year I go to this jazz thing at Berkeley, well, Berkeley has this, um, this gaming thing or this um, digital instrument sort of thing where kids are doing video gaming. I yep. think the hottest trend now is video gaming composition. So just imagine as soon as Soundtrap gets this video piece in, yep. we can have kids designing, we have kids who design video games. I can collab with the kids in the computer graphics class and say, okay, you, you guys design the video game. My kids can design the music because kids know about Fortnite and all these other type of games. Every video game, they need music. And they they need music, so which means they need composers. They need people who are going to do right music just for video games. That is a viable career. Yeah, it sure so is. Just imagine what, right. I, I'm sure that yeah. you know uh, my our, uh, my one of my dearest friends, Richard McCready, is not too far away from you, and he showed me a long time ago. He would take the cutscene from video games, uh, you know, like between uh, in Fortnite when they're between the action, they have these kind of animation or these mini, mini movies, if you will. And he'd find right. them on YouTube, strip the sound out and have the kids recompose uh, for those cutscenes. I remember just being the kids were all over it because these, you know, for better or for worse. I mean, I'm not that much younger than you. And, and the video game thing kind of passed me by. I remember having an Atari 2600 and the, the graphics right. and that weren't all that exciting. But the stuff that these kids are playing now, I, I, I'm not surprised at all that, that, you know, Fortnite goes down a couple, you know, a couple days ago and the whole world stops. Um, you know, to be able to do that, to be able to get kids to do video game composing is, is so exciting. And, and Richard McCready was the first one I ever saw do it. And I just, uh, mm -hmm. you, do you know Richard? Yep. No, I, I, don't, I probably know his face if he's out yeah, here. He's, he's in again. Howard County, so not too far okay. away. Uh, and he does at River Hill High School. He does some amazing things up there. You guys, you guys should get together because you, you, you speak the same language for sure. 
Uh, anyway, very, really exciting stuff, Alfonso. So uh, unfortunately, I'm looking at the clock on the wall and going, oh man, that, that, that went quick. Um, so you, you talked about the video thing uh, in terms of Magic Wand, but are there any other things that either from a platform standpoint or technology in general that you'd love to see happen uh, or us develop uh, to make it even better for you? I would love to see, like, one of the other things I use is a little, um, another platform called Kahoot. It's not a music thing, but it's good for, like, engagement. It's awesome. It would be great if uh, if, if Music First could have some, uh, like, you know, Kahoot has, like, templates already. If you guys could have some templates built into Kahoot or, or make your own Kahoot kind of thing to tie in with Music First. Because anytime I'm doing Kahoot, like, I have to do it separate from the Music First platform. I have to copy a key signature from note flight and post it in Kahoot. It would be great if there were some templates that are already because the students love to be engaged. And I'm discovering now like this, this cell phone thing is good and bad, but I'm trying to use it for the good thing. So if I can get something, if I had a magic wand, I will wave my magic wand mm -hmm. and either have music first uh, collaborate with Kahoot or come up with their own kind of um, Kahoot style engagement in music first, where, where when I want to do a formative or summative assessment, it's already built in there. So it's like sort of game style. Since yeah. kids are used to that video gaming kind of thing, that would be my magic wand. And so, also that magic wand would add in the video portion and soundtrack. Definitely. But the, for those of you that are not familiar with Kahoot, you can go to Kahoot, K-A-H-O-O-T dot I-T. Uh, and actually you're going to need to go to create dot Kahoot dot I-T. Check it out. It's basically a video game kind of style uh, quiz show, if you will. The question appears on the board or on the screen, and the kids are using their phones, <coughs> sorry, to answer questions. It's a great way to figure out, did the kids get the lesson? It's a great opening activity to find out what they know about an artist or a concept. Uh, if you haven't tried it. So, Alfonso, here's what I want to promise you. I love the idea. We've talked about it internally, about Music First creating a whole set of cahoots that you could just then use rather than having to build them yourself. We'd have a whole set of cahoots that go along with the content that's on our platform. So my word to you, Alfonso, is that uh, we're, I'll get something going so that in the next school year, there'll be a cahoot component because it's easy to integrate. It's just having somebody sit down, like you said, and create those, getting the images of, of, of key signatures. I love the idea and, and I'm going to follow through on it. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. All right, so Alfonso, it's been a real treat. Uh, the next time uh, that there's a Prince George's County training, uh, I'm going to tell Robin I'm coming along because I really I want to I want to come down again and see what you you're doing. It's been a real uh, treat to have you on the show, and I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for what you do for kids, and and all the wonderful words you had to say about music first. It really it really means a lot to me. So thank you, Alfonso. Outstanding. Again, thank you for the opportunity. And I guess I'll see you guys in Orlando at the, the NAFME conference. That's right. All right, Alfonso. See you there. All right, then. Take care, man. All right. You too. All right. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Profiles in Teaching with Technology from Music First. For more information about Music First, please visit www.musicfirst.com. If you would like to stay up to date with other music teachers doing innovative things in their classrooms with technology, please subscribe to our podcast through whatever outlet you listen to podcasts on. Thanks for listening.